This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, welcome to the Brett Boone Podcast. Explore the mind of MLB All-Star, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glove winner, Brett Boone, as he sits down with his friends from the world of professional sports. Now, Now, up to to bat, Brett Boone. I want to talk about the Hall of Fame. Okay. A lot of people think Chuck Foreman should be in the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. I have my druthers about the Baseball Hall of Fame. I don't mm-hmm. agree with the, the way it's run, mm-hmm. the way it's handled. I think there should be a lot of a lot more guys that aren't in the Hall of Fame from yeah. a baseball standpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I want to hear your version of it. <clears throat> when it comes to the NFL, they do it a little bit differently than baseball. Baseball sends out a ballot. There's people that right. they vote, they send the ballot in. Football is, a, I, I think, a smaller unit, and they debate it more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but your thoughts – the current system, how it could be better and your candidacy. Cause I, and I do think at this stage, there's a lot of kind of an under an undercurrent of maybe we should consider a little bit more Chuck Foreman to the, to the uh, NFL hall of fame. Oh, I, I don't know. how they, uh, I don't know about, I hear about the selection process. I don't know much about the selection process. I think every guy that's in there, you know, it should should be there, no question about it. But, you know, my thing is that there are, are people that played, well, like I said, I played fullback, but there were, there were people in there. How can I put it? All right, you take my receiving part of my game alone. I got more receptions than some of the guys that in there in the receiving part of it. And one guy only has like 1,000 more yards than me from this receiving aspect of his game. But when you combine my game and the time I played, and in my opinion, nobody did it the way we did it here in Minnesota. And so I don't know how they select. I hear stories about how they select. Uh, at first, I heard the longevity thing, and now we're saying the longevity of a running back is, what, three and a half years maybe. You know, they're saying after five years, you start to go down. Well, okay, that's all fine, Dandy, too. But, you know, I have no clue whatsoever in how how that works. I, I you know, <laughs> you know, you vote for my guy this time, and I vote for your guy next time. I think that's pretty much how it works for for the NFL, but, you know, it doesn't go, a day doesn't go by, uh, Brett, that, 
people automatically assume that I'm in there. And when I tell them, no, I'm not. I had a guy introduce me last night at a function downtown Minneapolis. And he said, hey, Hall of Famer Chuck Foreman. I'm like, hey, man, I'm not I'm not in the Hall of Fame. You know, <laughs> so, you know, but I get that every day. So I don't know what they do and how they do it. But you, I'm, I'm going to tell you this, too, though, Brett. I'm not sitting here losing sleep. You know, I got a great life. And so I'm pretty, really happy with my accomplishments in the game, especially at my time and the way we changed the game uh, during our era. And so that's something that's documented. And like you, you brought it up and it's, you know, and I appreciate that because people, you know, when they see, talk about, I'm telling you, they talking about the multi-purpose bank and I'm like, all right, I thought they were going to mention my name, but, Hey, they didn't even mention my name. I'm the guy that set the standard. So there you go. Played in three Super Bowls in your right. career. This is brought up in, in all sports, World Series, uh, NBA championships, Super Bowl, obviously the big game in the NFL. How hard it is to win a Super Bowl. And people have no idea how hard it is to win a World Series. I've got, you know, I've got buddies and, and great, great players that, not only they can get to a World Series, let alone win one. Right. I've got some buddies that have won four, right. and I could say I, I tell them every time I see them, consider yourself very lucky. Right. Uh, I had Andre Reed on the program, mm -hmm. obviously the great Buffalo Bill, right. Right. played in four straight Super Bowls, lost all four, and I asked him about that. I said, you know, it's I played in one World Series, nineteen ninety nine. We got swept mm -hmm. by the Yankees. I wouldn't trade it for anything. It was it was an unbelievable place. Uh, experience. I, I was sitting in Yankee Stadium and I could close my eyes and I knew I was somewhere special. Game four, right. World Series, old Yankee Stadium. There's something special right. about it. You got to play in three. I asked Andre about it. I asked Thurman Thomas about it. They gave me a similar mm -hmm. answer. Uh, would you trade it? You lost three, but you went to three. And that's, that's pretty awesome in itself. Right. Well, you know, and as a player, you know, I'm sure the guys from Buffalo feel the same way. You know, you go to one. I mean, I thought when we played the Miami Dolphins, you know, I thought they were, you know, you know, being in Miami, watching them play, I, I thought they were a better team, no question about it. We lost to them. But the the other two, Pittsburgh and o Oakland, I never thought they were much – they were a better team than we were. I never really thought that regardless. Of, but we lost them. You know, and then the third one I lost, like, like you know, that to me was um, uh, the most difficult one to accept because I didn't think that we could lose three in a row. And then, of course, Buffalo comes around and loses four in a row, so they kind of right. took our spot. But when you lose the Super Bowl, it's like you were never – at the Super Bowl, because you were just like one of the other teams, even though it, you know, to get there is, is a very difficult thing to do in, in our sport or in any sport. Like you said, the World Series or, you know, the Stanley Cup or whatever, you know, I mean, it's a very difficult thing. All Everything has to be in play to get there. And so all the people you have involved and, and things like that to get to these Super Bowls, and you bust your butt to get there. And then if you do lose, you know, it's almost like, you know, you weren't there because they don't, when they talk about the Super Bowl, they talk about 
course, the winning team, but they never talk about what it takes to to get to that game. And I, like you said, you know guys, I know guys that played all their careers, never even came close to a Super Bowl. And when you look at all the te- – there's a lot of teams that have never been to a Super Bowl. So, yeah, it's a very elite place to be. But, you know, I wish we could have won one, but very proud of what we did to get there. I mean, it, it's a difficult thing to do. 2007 Ring of Honor for the Minnesota Minnesota Vikings. Big day. Got to be cool. I mean, you played yeah. your whole career there. You were a star there. Right. Uh, and that was years ago for you now. Right. But when you initially, you know, what do you think, uh, Chuck Foreman, what you did, you look at your right. resume. Yeah, of course I'm going to be in the Ring of Honor one day. But when you finally get the call, go mm-hmm. in in front of the, the city you played in front of, okay. uh, how was that for you? That was a great, great big honor, you know, considering the, the – the franchise and everything about it and the great players we've had up here and to be finally brought into the ring of honor was, was, you know, my great achievement, greatest achievement as far as pro football goes and all the guys that I played with and even guys before, before me. So yeah, that was a big day. My mother was there. My family was there. My brothers, my kids, it was a it was a big big day for for me and one that I really cherish and you know like you, you, we got a new stadium and then when you go when you go into the stadium you know and then you see your name up around there you know you know it's a real special it's a real special feeling so it, it, it you, you know it's a good place great place to be and you know and I and I'm uh, you know I'm always going to be there with my Vikings, you know, and we were hoping that they can, you know, get to another Super Bowl, maybe win one. But yeah, the Ring of Honor, that's the place that I most want to be. Well, Chuck Foreman, uh, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. This was a lot of fun uh, catching up. Uh, voted one of the 50 greatest Vikings of all time mm-hmm. ring of honor for the Minnesota Vikings. And hopefully soon one day he's going to get into the NFL hall of fame. Uh, definitely one of the best to ever do it. And I appreciate you coming on the Boone podcast. It was right. a lot of fun for those of you out there listening to the Boone podcast. Thanks for listening. And we will see you next time. 2400 sports is an odyssey company. 